This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. Yo, what's up? It's your boy LA, aka the Love Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from the Jungle Studios. Now, I know it's been a minute, but safe to say, both Mr. Philly and I have been very, very busy. But it is with the utmost love, happiness, and joy in the world that I say, What's up to my brother from another mother, Mr. Philly? What's good, man? Yo, dude, been a long time. Yeah, I know. Too long. I know. We, we passed a thousand listeners, so we're still we're still chipping along rather nicely, mate. Yeah, yeah. So we got to keep it keep it up. No yeah, more man. long breaks. Yeah, no. Nah, so uh, listeners in interesting parts of the world, mate. You know, I, I still don't know how there's a bloke in Mogadishu or a lady in Mogadishu, Somalia, listening to us. But um, you know, shout out to them. Apparently, good fishing. <laughs> there you go. Part of the world. Do you fish? Uh, you don't fish. I'd like to fish. I just haven't really had the chance to fish. I random story. I actually come from a long line of uh, fishermen. So on the Scottish side, my grandmother was from a small little fishing village called St Abs, mm-hmm. which is uh, famous for its fishing. It was uh, in one of the Harry Styles video clips, and it's got like a barrier reef, or equivalent of barrier reef in the northern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Diving is really good there. So yeah, I uh, it's uh, I've got the sea legs, mate. It's it's in me, and it wants to come out because they they they're fishermen going back for you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. It's kind of interesting how that works out, though, isn't it? Like we're so used to this global world that people move around everywhere, and you know, even move cities and areas, and then you know you come across like people from all around the world that they lived in the same village and. You know, they trace their lineage going all the way back, you know, to 1600s or in other cases, thousands of years in the one place. I know I have friends who just are happy staying in the same neighborhood. Like, I don't think they'll ever leave Philly or the neighborhood they're in. Maybe they'll move a yeah, little bit outside in the suburbs, but I, I can tell there's they have zero interest. Like, I, I mean, if the opportunity arose, maybe they would go, but it's not like they're looking for it. Right. They're not actively mm. trying to, to find those opportunities to move overseas or work in a new country. I think they're quite happy just being your family and being in the same area and living life, man. I guess you get, you know, home is home, is home right? Speaking of Philly, um, I was reading in The Economist that in Philadelphia they're doing what's your primaries. So just you've got your mid-elections, mid mid-year elections this year and they're wondering who's going to represent the democrats and who's going to represent the republicans i mean have you have you been following that at all or read up on it not too much not really hmm. my 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 area doesn't really matter um since i'm in philadelphia it's, it's always it'll always be democratic always i don't know the well, last time we had any republican in our county no in our district no forget it yeah, it's sort of really interesting because whatever people's sort of political views, it generally seems to be that the Repu- that the Democrat-run 
states and Democrat mayors, A, they've been in power for like 50 to 70 years straight, and B, they're like, I don't want to call them shitholes because it would be rude. No, you can be rude. That's fine. Pretty run down and rough. Like you look at like parts like Baltimore. Um, I was watching. They were going through. Uh, they were showing Philadelphia on the television today because they were talking about it. And I think it's South Philly, which is really rough and was just like shit was just freaking everywhere in the streets and like. South Philly is actually one of the better parts of Philly. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> but the place that they showed on TV was like real rough, bro. If that you was know, South so Philly, that's like, other than Center City, South Philly is probably the next. Oh, okay, University City is also okay, obviously, because of all the colleges. Then I would say South Philly. So where's the really rough area of Philadelphia? North Philly, West Philly. Yeah, North and West Philly, quite quite rough. It's just amazing that you look at all the, I mean, even if you look at places like Detroit, I mean, California is always going to be left because they're, you know, in a way, they're kind of the hippies over there, right? But it's just, I mean, Baltimore is another prime example. Like, And then you've got the mayors. I mean, I think the Chicago mayor's a Democrat, that yeah. Lockfoot. Yeah, of course, dude. Come on. <laughs> like, she's another nutter. Yep. Uh, it, it just, it's just beyond me that, like, it's just beyond me that, that, that no one would say it hasn't worked for, like, decades maybe like even if you went as far as saying oh well we think these people are like white supremacists and everything like that i mean would you even just think you know what economically let's just give them a try like things have got so bad what actually do we have to lose by just giving the other the other party a crack it's only going to be for three or four years you can vote them back out again if you want to the the people the people who are voting them in don't want people to fix the city like you have what people you how can you not want to no, fix because, the city because, well, because there's you, so much jobs in the government well okay that's one thing and then the next thing is you, you live off of the government right you get government support government subsidies government uh like food stamps all these things and then if you have someone come in and say hey we're going to start cleaning up the city we're going to end a lot of these programs we can't be spending money on this anymore we're going to start policing things harder um, the majority of the people who are actually living in the city don't want that. So you have people who go in, preach the same crap, which keeps the city, you know, falling more and more into disrepair. And then the people who actually could help the city get better leave because there's no future. So the only people left are you have a lot of cities where it's just people who pretty much need the government to survive. So you can't have somebody come in and say, I want less government because then that's, you know, cutting off essentially their, their livelihood. Um, and then you have places where they don't care about people in the middle. They, they either, they pretend to be on the, the, the little people's side, but then they kind of give the, all the big tax breaks to rich people just so they could get money, some money into the city. So everyone in the middle, which is what you're seeing in most cities are the ones who are all leaving because there's no benefit from it. Like everybody in, I, I, I know, I know the next one now, I think I mentioned before is Charleston. A lot of people, it used to be Florida was the big one. Now I think a lot of people are going to start going to Charleston from the Northeast, at least. Um, cause they just want to be in, in areas that aren't, you know, completely asinine. Um, so it's, it, they're losing all the good people, right? Like good. Is good that, that going to change, is that going to change the dynamics of those cities then and those states and how they vote? 
because are they going to bring back, oh, we came from the Democrats? Oh, I guess not really. No, I guess you're leaving because you're like, oh, it was shit. I'm going to go to a Republican city, basically. Yeah, I would say that, you know, you, you have like older, say older Italian and older Jewish people maybe who are leaving and retiring and they want to live somewhere that's cheaper and safe and they've seen what happened to their own cities where they were. Like, they don't want to, you know, you, 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 have to, you, have to, you have to imagine you're talking about people who've lived in, in they, they're literally, their families move there. They have a long history there. I'm sure a lot of them probably would even want to still keep a house there if they could, but there's just no incentive to do that. It's, I mean, why bother? So now they're all just saying, I'm just going to up and go to up and go down South and live down South because there it's just, just better. It's, it's cheaper living. I do like the South of America. As a, I've obviously only been there as a tourist, right? I've always really liked the South. I've always found like Southern hospitality is a genuine thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, they have their own issues, but comparatively speaking, it's better. I, 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 like, I wouldn't want to live in, I I wouldn't want to live in the Northeast. Like, if I got sent back to the US and uh, I would actively look for a job that was in the South, even I would, I would either, I would even rather live in the freaking Bible Belt and the Rust Belt. And then live in the Northeast for a long time. I just can't. I, I just, it's just nasty to me. It's disgusting. It's all of these bleeding heart people who actually don't care about anything. And you just see the city come fall, get worse and worse. And then the people running the city, of course, are the ones who are making all the money. Um, and nobody questions this. Blows my mind. Nobody questions this. Like you, you have these people who weren't millionaires before going into office. They come out millionaires loaded with cash. And you see the job they did is crap. It's like they shouldn't be making any money. There should be zero. First, they should have term limits. And second, the money that you earn, I mean, everything should be open book, everything. And they shouldn't have this stupid, oh, there's insider trading allowed if you're in Congress and shit like that. Like, they're, you know, they're allowed to trade on information they have on things they're voting on. What, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, they can. They can't do this. They get away with it all the time. Yeah. How the heck can you run a government where you Bro, can they are the government trade? They are the government. They make their rules to benefit them. And it's like how I don't understand why so many. I mean, people keep complaining about party, this party, that. I mean, like you said, you have the same people, maybe not as much mayors, but you have the same parties running things. But then you literally have the same people sitting in office their whole entire life. What what have they accomplished? Nothing. They're 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 parasite. They're literally the definition. I really hate politicians in the U.S. They, I mean, I hate most politicians, but. The old ones we have in the U.S. are just freaking disgusting people. Like really, like Elizabeth, like Elizabeth Warren, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, even some old like Republican guys like Mitch McConnell. Like the fuck have they done? Nothing. And they just sit there and they collect nice big salary, get nice big pension. They make a shit ton of money while they're working there. Then they come out. They're just loaded with cash. Look, even Bernie Sanders. Look how much money he's made. Never had a real freaking job in his life. All he does is politics. The guy has like three freaking houses and book deals. So come on. This is ridiculous. Yeah, our, our, our um, Bernie Sanders, well, probably not as extreme as Bernie Sanders, but probably, a, I don't know, I guess maybe what Biden is now, like how Biden's like a little bit to quite, quite left, but not as hardcore as Sanders. It looks like that person's going to be elected into Australian politics. Biden's and in limbo. Indonesia as a prime minister, our 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 society's gone really. Our society's gone really to the left as well. Um, but it's interesting because now the interest rates in Australia 
have just been risen for the first time in 11 years. Yeah, so it was always decreasing interest rates for the first time ever. It's an increase of interest rates. And uh, the genius is our state government is like burning money like there's no tomorrow. Like they just mismanage it like you wouldn't believe. And they released <laughs> they released their, gov their government budget at the same time as the Reserve Bank upped their interest rate. So no one paid attention to it. And they're like $17 billion deficit for this year and they've wrapped up like $167 billion for the state. Yeah. This is for the state. Like they've, they've just almost essentially bankrupt and they just keep borrowing money. And no one, no one says, no one says I owed it because yeah, they just love the left because they're they're pushing more like the gender and schools and climate change and you know all these other policies instead of really focusing on the economy. Yeah, um, I mean to their credit, they've they've done some some building of like train stations and railways, but they also spent one billion dollars not to build a road, which they end up building the same road anyway. Like, it was crazy. They're like, they got elected years ago not to build a road. They had to pay a billion-dollar penalty. And then, like, 10 years later, they're quietly like, oh, we actually needed that road in the end. We'll just make it a little bit different so people won't notice. So, yeah, I think, I don't know, I think politics has kind of lost its way, man, just everywhere around the world. I mean, even looking at Boris Johnson, he's got everyone locked up and he's, you know, having, like, Bongo parties, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, rules for thee, not for me. That's that's what happens, yeah. right? The problem, the problem is, is that these these people got it in their heads that they're they're somehow better than the people that elect them, and the people that elect them have it in their heads that that's somehow true. Yeah, right. It's that's the issue. Yeah. That's the issue, right? Like, if if your neighbor pulled half the shit that these people did, you'd want to beat the shit out of them. If you're like community yeah. manager or something, you know, you find out they come in, they blow all the cash, but they make a bunch of money and leave without doing anything productive. You'd all be furious. But for whatever reason, when a politician does it, nothing happens. And I, I don't know. It's, it's such a stupid system. Nothing like the people, nobody polices the spending of what governments do or police them internally because it's it's all the same fucking pot, right? The people who are supposed to be watching over them are also part of the government and they get appointed and hired by the certain administration and they're not going to do anything. It's all... Yeah, all, but it's all, it, is it because people just presume that politicians are corrupt and in a weird way they just accept it? No. That, I mean, the thing is... Why would you the just thing accept is in it? Australia, the corruption is ridiculous, but it doesn't impact the regular Joe Blow. It's just that when they build a road, the road should cost like 100 million and it goes over budget and it costs 750 million. That but does affect the, the normal job low. Where's that money come from? That's his tax money. The, yeah, but they don't see it like that. The problem is, especially with like a lot of these younger millennials coming through, is they, they're used to mum and dad and, you know, for us, like the baby boomer generation, that just always had cash. Australia went... 30 years until COVID hit without having a recession. So everyone just had money, you know? So it's the same principles just applied to government. It's just, it's just mental. 
I think politicians are treated too much like celebrities now. And they're not held accountable. They're not held accountable for anything. At all. Like, they get away with the absolute worst shit. I mean, look at the Biden family. Look at the Clintons. All this crap. Nothing happens to them. Everybody talks about it. Bush as well, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all all of them. They're all, they're all, okay. Bush family quite, quite murky as well. (laughs) That whole whole shindig. But it's like, come on. It's just, the whole thing is just stupid. It, it, It blows my mind how it's so easy for them to get away with everything that they do. And it just, nobody has any interest saying anything or doing anything. And it, it like, there's no solution being put forth how to stop it. It's always like, Oh, well, elect different people. It's like, elect who? The parties control who gets put up and you're going to vote for people that they want you to vote for. You don't have any say in anything. They're going to put up. People and who would really want to be a politician now as well? Because all the uh, yeah, of course, there's no, there's no, I mean, first of all, if you're a decent person, if you're a halfway decent person, I'm, I never think you'll you'll make it, right? Like, I, I legitimately believe that if you tried to run for office and you were, say, like, um, uh, say a, a real outlier in terms of what this the the status quo was, say e- even even someone like Trump, um, you just see how much dirt they try to dig up on you, and how much they'll just make up. Really, they'll destroy your life. They completely destroy your life. And if you're a normal person who doesn't have the means to fight, how, how do you how do you go against that current? You, you can't. They'll drown you. And if you actually did something, you know, just even if it's something stupid, you know, maybe say, you know, Jay, Jay Boogie over here, Jimbo Slice, decided to send a little PP pick to a girl that was interested in him. You know, you traded some 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 racy photos. I, I am sure that somehow they would get a hold of those, and then somehow that would be news. To be honest, mate, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of my nudes in the uh, World Wide Web, bro. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, so see, you're a decent guy. If you wanted to run, you couldn't run. They they would kill oh, you. Just be that. open about it. Just as you're running, just say, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna be upfront with everyone. I've seen a lot of nudes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. You you. That's you, the only way. Yeah, you can that's the only way you can do it. But a lot of people are nervous about that, right? And that's not to even say the things that they would make up. I mean, who knows? And it, but you know that if you're part of the group, if you're part of the posse, I'm using the U.S. as an example. I don't know how it is in Australia. I'm assuming it's similar. But if you're part of the posse, and they try to come after you with something, the media won't say anything. It, it won't be anywhere. Right. The only people who will know will be the people online who are actively searching for these things. But it will never be publicized so heavily if you're on their side. They will try their best to squash any bad rumor. I mean, a perfect example is kind of what happened with the whole Hunter Biden thing. And anybody who looks at that and doesn't think that the Biden family is on the take and they were using their power for money, that his Joe Schmo son, who's a freaking dickhead, got a job getting paid six figures a month to do what who fucking knows and some gas company has no experience working in gas company in ukraine man's making ridiculous amounts of cash i mean everybody knows it's it's a it's a fiasco and and look during the whole entire election between him and trump they didn't say anything about that now they're talking about it right now they're like oh it's actually true all these things that came out on the laptop and there actually might be something going on here now there's a little bit more word, but during the election, no, they keep all that quiet. They don't want they don't want that coming up. Same with Hillary Clinton and all her stuff. Did the media question her incessantly about the emails she hid, the law she broke, 
you know, if, if, if any of us did that, we'd go right to jail. There wouldn't be any of this, this uh, rigmarole, fucking five years, nothing with... happened. Hmm? Didn't it turn out they were more collusion with the Russians than they were playing with Trump? Oh, this is all Wasn't new it stuff. Like raw reversal? Again, everyone who had common sense knew that it was, you know, there, there are so many people that I knew who were adamantly thinking that Trump was actually in bed with the Russians. I'm like, come on, guys, really? That Like, all the scummy Democrats are, you think they're not making it? If there was really proof, if there was legitimately real proof, it would be everywhere. But you notice that there is no proof. It's just them. It's just hearsay. It's all hearsay. And they have nothing. Right. They did a little special counsel. Nothing happened. But they still kept pushing, pushing, pushing. Now, of course, it does come out. They made up everything. They're just liars. That's what they do. They lie. They lie. They get away with it. They slander people. The media doesn't do dick. Nobody presses charges. Nothing happens. And they continue doing it. These people should all be stripped. How can these people be in charge of anything? Let alone, I mean, just not even looking at Hillary Clinton's political record. The, 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 the fact that she has accomplished nothing other than destabilizing world governments and then breaks the law and then makes false charges against a, a, a running candidate for the presidency and nothing happens to her. It's just next. It, it's no words, man. And of course, because there's a Democrat in office, not, of course, even if something wanted to happen, nothing will happen. But it's not just the people running the politics, it's the whole government system and behind it as well. You know, like the outlay in our state, the outlay in our state on the government employees is just like unbelievable, bro. It's unbelievable. I don't even know what three quarters of them do. Yeah. I'm convinced three quarters of them are just hired as, you know, you know, just look at the screen and play, you know, play solitaire during the day and we'll give you 70 grand a year. Just don't say anything. That's pretty good shit. <laughs> oh, 70 Aussie, though, yeah. <laughs> 70 Aussie, yeah. Nah, that's about that's. Oh, about mate, they do more than that, probably. Nice as well. Easy. Now, I know that, the, the, at least in the US, a lot of government jobs don't pay. They don't pay great, but they're, they're safe, right? You almost never get fired. That's what everyone says. You almost never get fired and you get all of your medical and shit paid for it. So, and then, of course, if you put enough years in, you might get pension, a government pension, something like that. I, I think I, I, I mentioned before on this, on this, uh, on this podcast that I was offered, uh, I think I'm allowed to talk about it now anyway. Uh, at the time I was told I wasn't allowed to talk about it, but now I don't think it matters because I didn't take the job. I was offered a job with uh, the CIA when I got out of school um, as a logistics officer, not like a cool, not like the clandestine operation stuff. No James Bond, or not James Bond, this would be Felix from James Bond. So no Felix stuff. I would have been like moving... <laughs> things from point A to point B, I guess. I, I didn't, you know, anyway, I, I didn't take it because I, I didn't like the idea of a government job at the time because I felt like um, I didn't want to be living off of other people's money. That's how I felt. Now, maybe I feel differently because I just don't care anymore. Yeah, well, now you would have been just launching, launching Hercules airplanes. Yeah, yeah, now I don't care anymore. <laughs> My morals are gone. But at the time, I was young, 21, stupid. And I said, no, I feel bad. I want to work in the in the private sector. And I, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be uh I don't want to be a burden on say the average taxpayer, right? I don't want to, I don't want to be that. Now I don't care anymore. But so I didn't take the job at the end of the day. Plus the, I it was like a it was a huge application process, uh, other than you know, IQ tests, personality tests, all these other things, uh, interviews, in-person interview. Then I had to go for um, the lie detector test. And then they wanted to do very in-depth background on my whole like family history and everything, which I was, that kind of irked me a little bit. Cause I was, 
I thought maybe could be issues there because obviously my mom's from Soviet Union. So I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe they can look into this and then it might actually turn out to nothing. So they offered me the job contingent upon the background check and that's what worried me. So I went and took another job instead. Um, but yeah, if I would have worked there for, I was 21. If I would work there, I don't remember what, the, what it was at the time. It was like 10, somewhere between 10 to 15 years for the rest of my life practically, I would have a 50% of my salary for the rest of my life pension. Isn't that, that was what brought down General Motors. That's why they originally went bankrupt because I remember doing it at at university, comparing them to the the Japan Toyota car manufacturer. And it was something like under the union laws, if you started working at 18, and you worked till you were, I think, 40 or mm. something like that, you got a lifetime pension at full salary. Shit. So you could re- you could retire off the plant in your, like, you know, early 40s or whatever it was, or mid-40s, yeah, and just, like, chill out. And so what was happening was, at the time, I presume it was probably the 80s or early 90s or something like that. Yeah. Their superannuation... Uh, retirement bill was in like the billions, right? <laughs> that it was adding like thousands upon thousands of dollars to each car they were making, and they were just getting absolutely spanked. I'm not surprised. But be crazy, yeah. Be crazy uh, retirement. No, but what would you do? Like? Oh, no, I mean you keep you could keep working, and I think if you, I think if. I think if you did 10 to 15 years, you got 50%. And then if you did another 10, 15 years, you got 75%. So in my head, I, at the time too, I was, I was thinking, wow, if I get this job, I'm only tw- I was only 21 when they offered me the job. I graduated early out of school. So I was, I was quite young. Mate, 51, you're on 75% of your salary, basically. Yeah. And my, 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 I think my starting salary there was 60... 60k usd it's not bad for a start so, salary mate no it wasn't bad so you imagine by the time you get to say 35 because you have this you know the standard government um incremental raise and when you get you get put into a new category you go from like government level seven to six you get like a 10k or so maybe i time at 35 because obviously it's government jobs so the raises aren't that big maybe you know maybe i'm in like 80k so you're not making huge cash but you can retire you get 40k a year and you can go work and do something else. Fuck yeah. At 35. Right? <laughs> Call him back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it really is. I have a friend now working for the FBI. I think he's he's in that same boat. I think it's the same for him. If he works 10 years. So by the time he's like uh, probably say 40-ish, he can retire and he'll get half of his salary as a pension. The FBI would be full on though working for him, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, he in, kind of explained intense. his job to me. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it too much, but it's not quite cool. It's like internal yeah. investigating kind of stuff. It, it seemed. It, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't want to touch that. Yeah, yeah, touch yeah. that with the bar. But, but what we will say is to the FBI and CIA listening to our podcast, you're doing a great job, and you know, keep it up, and uh, you know, hopefully, you have a nice cup of tea and. and I would say as that you're, as you're monitoring us. Why are you lying? Fuck you. That's what I would say. Stop leeching all my tax money, you parasitic fucks. 
You know how much money Sam gets to I'm do what? I'm not, not co-signing this. I think they're doing a great job. Mate, I'm sure... I'm sure every single secret service is reading everything that I do because I've got friends from the far left to like quite conservative and some of the shit that just comes through on your your WhatsApp daily, you know? They're idiots. They just give weapons and money to everybody who hate us. And then then they want to go solve the problem. It's like you caused the fucking problem, ass crack. You're just like... (laughs) kind of going about your day and this message pops up and then you click it and then it was like, what really happened in 9-11? I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't, I don't want this on my phone. Like, I've just picked, I'm just triggered some freaking monitoring system, you know? And then it'll be like, blah, blah, blah. And then there'll be something about China and I'm like, I've just triggered the CCP intelligence. Like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> just, I'm just trying to live my normal life. People keep sending me shit. <laughs> I, I will say this that now nowadays I'd say the US the US isn't as isn't as gullible anymore in terms of going to you know going to going to going to war and such. They're they're not they don't they don't just jump on the bandwagon anymore. That's how I feel now. I think after I know, everything I in think the middle kind of itching to get involved in Ukraine. No, I think they're itching to escalate no. it. No, no, they're not. For sure not. I think they already did a poll. Most most Americans have zero interest in what's going on there. It's a okay. They have interest and they feel bad, but there's nobody. Nobody has any interest in sending any soldiers there to fight or do anything or escalate it. It's it's, it's not. It doesn't involve us, really. It doesn't involve us. We've got remaining meeting time of nine minutes thirteen coming up. Yes, appara- yeah. Apparently, they put time limit on you unless you pay for pro, and I ain't paying for pro. And unless you get a sponsor, I'm for shit. unless you get a sponsor there, <laughs> love ambassador, we ain't paying for fucking pro. <laughs> oh no, man! We we're might gonna need to work on some sponsorship. In fact, this is going to be my new campaign. We don't want to pay for pro <laughs> out of our own pocket. Please sponsor our podcast. Yeah. How much does a- the pro cost? Oh, oh I closed the I closed the window. Start a Patreon there. Start a Patreon for the for the podcast. Get someone to join. I think I don't know. I don't know what Patreon is. Hold up. Let me ask my girlfriend. You know how much Patreon is a month? So much. Yeah. yeah like the membership. Is it you can adjust how much it costs, right? I know. Never mind. She doesn't know. You can make it like um, you know, every month they donate some cash. So okay, let's find out how much pro costs. And then we'll go on a, a, a hardcore marketing campaign. Of begging people yeah, for honestly, honestly, happy to, happy, happy to send a couple of nudes as well. If, that, that, if that's going to get us over the line, no, but you can, <laughs> no, you can have different, you can have different levels of membership. I think so. We can have the basic membership to help us pay for pro, and then we'll have like five dollars a month where you can post your naked photos and people can go look if they want to. <laughs> have an only slot yourself well, out. Ambassador has an only fans page. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so just quickly, I went to see this girl, you know, part of the Polish community thing, mm. and uh, she was a nice girl, but just like just nothing in common, bro, at all. Could she make pierogies? Oh, mate, she was just it was she was like like full like grandma boring style, but very talented artist, a nice lady, right? Anyway, I don't know how because I haven't used Tinder that much at all. Sure, but she somehow told her mum that I'm on Tinder. So her mum's told my mum's friend 
So now when my mum went to coffee today, she was like, I've just, I've just had coffee and Gilda has informed me that you're on Tinder. And I was like, oh, look, I haven't used it that much. So now she thinks that I'm leading some clandestine lifestyle because she's like 77, mate. So her it's association. <laughs> so she's like, she reckons that I'm just like living some double life of like rocking up to their place for dinner and then at not time disappearing, <laughs> just slamming everyone on Tinder that I can find. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, it was awkward. I was like, I'm not using it. I don't haven't used it for a while. Zab's violating. What? It's, tell me, is there other ones in Tinder you can use? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then oh, she's wow, like, show me your pictures and profiles. I'm like, no, I haven't used it. I've got to, <laughs> I've got to grab a profile. And then I was like, oh, I'll, I'll see you in a couple of days. And she's like, oh, are you going on Tinder dates? What, what's going on? Oof. <sighs> That I will say, my mom never got involved. Almost, almost never asked me about my, about my dating, my dating life. How's the snitching going on from the chick though? Unbelievable. She's probably Knowledge upset because you didn't, you didn't want to meet up with her again, so she went and ratted you out. But you I said she's like exactly. a grandma. That means she probably makes good food, dude. You messed up. Come on, yo, at your, dude, at your age, what more would what? What wouldn't you like more than coming home after a long day of work and having uh what's a really Polish name? Give me a second. Let me think of one. I'm trying to think of my friend's mom's name because she's literally from Poland and I'm drawing a total blank. Fuck. Give me a really Polish name. Anna, Anastasia, Anna. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, true. It's just be any kind of Christian name. Let's just go with uh yeah, yeah okay, Anna. We'll say Anna something ski. That's a little good. Something like that as well is another one. Mm. Okay. So, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll see where you're coming from. So you th- yeah, think you come, I should just home. forget? Yeah, forget it. Just make sure they can they can make you nice pierogies and some kielbasa. Come on, dude. Oh, geez. That would be heaven for me. Got to admit, at 36 years old, coming home after a hard day's work to some pierogi, we're pretty, just start, pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, some fresh-made pierogies, start throwing them at you. God, jeez, that's the that's the dream. I love pierogies. You're gonna get fat. Uh, that's okay. Most Polish guys get fat when they're old. Then you go join one of those Polish clubs. Start learning the polka. There you go. Yeah. Start <laughs> smoking darts as I'm a bowl man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drinking vodka. Oh man. Yeah. Something to really look forward to, actually. <laughs> there you go. So you best call that girl back. Yeah. Well. Whilst you've snitched on me, <laughs> the question is, can you cook pierogi? Can you cook? Yeah. Bro, ironically, the best pierogi we've got is uh, the Russians. There's a Russian uh, cafe near us. Um, yeah. Bro, next time you come to Melbourne, I've got to – I'll get you some. When you come to Singapore? Oh, no, mate. Everyone's Probably. asking. You're being a little dickhead is what's happening. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, Jim, no, Jimmy. I'm like, no, no he's not around. Uh, don't know. July, August, or something like that. July, August. Dixie told me you told him June. Now July, August. Disappointed. <laughs> Fucking disappointed. Next, next time I ask you, oh, yeah, I don't know. No, October, I said December, to him, though, I, who knows? I said to him, I'm, I'm away mid June to start July in Tanzania. So I want to try to work around that. Why don't you just come up now? Yeah. Uh... Dude, yeah. why not? The traveling is easy now. There's like no fucking restrictions. There's nothing, no tests. You just land and and what what are you doing that's so busy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working hard, bro. 
No, you're not. <laughs> you, you can work remotely in single. It's the same damn time zone, practically. You're, you're, you're quite frankly, you're, you're being a little bitch. I'll yeah, just lay it out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Just probably book the damn am. ticket and come up. Dixie's here, I think, for two weeks. Yeah. Dixie land. Yeah, man. And then we can hang out. Yeah. Come on. My girlfriend wants to meet you. She keeps asking when oh, you're yeah. going to come up. And I keep I keep saying I thought he was going to come up in May. Here we are, May 3rd. I don't hear any travel plans. Then I hear June. <laughs> now you're fucking telling me July, August. You're you're a mess. <laughs> in more ways than one, bro. <laughs> in, in more ways than one. Yeah. Yeah, no, good point. Uh, all right, buddy. Uh, we have two minutes left, so I think here's probably a good place to stop it. We'll keep. We'll have to keep it going next week again. No more big breaks. Well, it says he was the one that was taking the break. Nah, I had so exams, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, fair call. Fair call. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, all right, buddy. It's been real. <laughs> it's been real. I'm just imagining the podcast, and you're like, "Fuck, bro! You said August, man." Is that how I sound to you? That's how I sound to you. All right, we're done. No, you sound like this. <laughs> we're done. This is how you sound to me. You sound like this. <laughs> All I hear from Isn't you is, I saw some shrimps on the barbie with some Foster's lager. That's what I hear from you. <laughs> lager. Akadaka. <laughs> the mackers. Yeah, yeah, Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, we need to find something. I hit a kangaroo with my truck. That's what I hear. Uh, well, yeah. All right, buddy. All right, Broski. Yeah. We'll take up again. See you All next man. weekend, Brian. Yep. Take uh, it easy. Bye. See you, dude. Bye.